The Dub Dub Review Podcast is proud to have two great sponsors, the Magic for Less Travel Agency and the Theme Park Brothers. The Magic for Less is an authorized Disney vacation planner. Let the agents for the Magic for Less, including our very own Laura Fitzpatrick, help take care of the important details like dining reservations, fast pass planning, and discount checking to ensure that your next Disney vacation will create memories to last a lifetime. Plus, their services are completely free. You pay nothing and can benefit from their years of knowledge and experience. More information can be found on themagicforless.com. We've also partnered up with the Theme Park Brothers. Michael, Jordan, Cameron, and Christina Black have some of the nicest quality Orlando attraction videos on YouTube. Subscribe and check out their latest videos, which are sure to keep you entertained, as well as keep you informed of all the latest changes to the Walt Disney World Resort. Search for the Theme Park Brothers on Facebook and YouTube, and at Theme Park Boys on Twitter. Hello and welcome to episode 60 of the WDW Review Podcast. I am your host for this evening, Pete Ponacorvo, and with me this week is Chris Malik. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? Good. Um, we have a special guest with us today for a special topic, and our special guest is one Mr. Tim Van Swole. Tim, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. Tim, thank you for joining us again. You mean we didn't scar you or scare you off or completely make you not want to join us again? No, I had a blast last time, so <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Look, we did one thing right, Pete. We're good, right? Hey, as long as we got somebody that's willing to come back, come we'll be back all right. on. All right. We're good. All right. So, first things first, we got some trivia. But before we get to that... That's that's my bit, Pete. I Yeah, but I got something I got to put out here... Because I know he's he's so near and dear to your heart. <laughs> and I, I heard this on uh, another podcast, actually. It's the, the BLT Lunch Podcast with uh, Logan from WDW Today, uh, my buddy Bart Scott, and uh, Tim Tracker from The Tim Tracker on YouTube. And they put out, they were discussing a little little character from those horrible prequel movies of Star Wars by a name of Jar Jar Binks. That's my guy. And well, you'll you'll be happy to hear, you know, they've officially put information out as what happened to that Jar Jar Binks. Where is this information, Pete? Uh it's actually available I'm feeling Jar Jar hatred through, coming up here. I'm not liking through, the way this is going. Author Chuck Wendig, whose yep. mo- whose books are viewed as canon. Tim, you're agreeing. You you heard about this too? Yeah, the trilogy that just came out. Um, they just came out with the third book in the trilogy. Uh, it's the Aftermath trilogy. Yep. Star Wars Aftermath, Empire's End. I don't want to hear anymore. Oh, you're gonna, buddy. I don't want to hear anymore. Stop. Oh yeah. No. He, he went on to live just a, a fantastic life. <laughs> As a street clown. No, I don't want to hear no more. This is all lies. No, 
he it, it appears as though he get cast out from the Gungan city because of uh, his role in the rise of the empire and his bumbling through with the senate. We're no longer friends. Yeah, we're no longer friends. That that's your boy. Just just throwing it out that's there. That's it. I'm sending you pictures every day of Jar Jar as the last Jedi. And and you know what'll happen? I'll send them back to you with his face whited out as if he's a mime. Come on. This is this is propaganda you're sending me. <laughs> Misa think Chris is disappointed. This is terrible. <laughs> Misa think you're right. This is terrible. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't even want to continue on today. I might yeah, be done. well. That's fine. Tim and I will do it. <laughs> so, with, with that little... information. I guess there's information about what happened to Lando in that book, too. I haven't heard any details of that. but I Yeah, that I, I didn't con- see. I can confirm that I had heard the same thing that Pete said, so... You you just you must have known about this and purposely waited to spring this upon me today, right? <laughs> Actually, I, I literally heard about it today, so... And you saved it. You didn't text it's, it's me. Just, you saved it's it. It's just good timing, buddy. <sighs> All right. But, What's the show? Get to the show. All right. I'm so uh, well, disappointed in this. First, we get to go over trivia. Then we'll get on with the show. I'm I'm just really gonna make this rough on you today. I think this is terrible. So I've got some some trivia based on our topic today. So you guys ready? Ready. All right. I think so. True or false? Princess Leia never met Obi Wan Kenobi in person. Hmm. I think that's true. I, I think that's true too. I don't recall her meeting him. You guys are both correct, except yeah. for him being present at her birth. Oh. He and her were never in the same room together. She saw him at the end of his duel with Vader, but they were not technically in the same room, nor did they meet in person. Wow, that's digging deep. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Hey, Tim, I'm one for one, just so you know. <laughs> it's so sweet, <laughs> Um, Princess Leia's official rank in the Rebel Army or the Rebellion was what? Was this, I think she's a captain in the Rebel Alliance. Was she a, she's not a general. Not she is in the resistance, but I don't think she was a general in the Rebel Alliance. I'm gonna say she was a street clown. <laughs> I don't know. You got me, buddy. Okay. In the Rebel Alliance, she was a senator only. Oh, okay. But later, she is given the rank of general. Oh, I was kind of close. The other title that she received in the books was Jedi Knight. Mm, She received partial training from Luke and received the remainder of her training from another Jedi (laughs) in the new Jedi Order. So Leia was a Jedi. Okay. I get half credit. 
I'll give you half credit. All right. Um, and then what was the cell number that Leia was kept in on the Death Star? Oh, man. Oh, wow. Mm. Let me ask you this much. Should I know this? Is this number common or is it not? It was chosen specifically. I won't say that it's common, but it was chosen for a reason. Mm. That's a great well, trivia question. I'm out on that one. I have no idea. That's a, that's a great trivia question. I so It has to do with cell 77 maybe for the year that it came out. That's a great guess. Even if it's not right, that's a great guess, Tim. I, I could even give you a number. And if I could, it would be a family show. So I'm going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> cell number 2187 is where Leia was held. And it is was chosen because that is the year that the film Lucas uh, directed THX. Lucas's film THX is set in the year 2187. Oh, so he decided that her... Her cell number would be twenty one eighty seven. Interesting. You, you went you went crazy with that trivia. We had no chance against you. You, no, steam, was... you steamrolled us, Pete. All right. Here's a bonus question: What was Princess Leia's name at birth? Mm. Oh, it would be what was Leia Organa? Leia. Oh, what was her? It was a middle name. I just read this. There was her, there was a middle name. Very good. I'll, I'll let you think about it, so. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to be able to pull it out. I just read this, too. At her huh. death, at, at the time of her death, she was known as Leia Organa Solo. She and Han were married at one point. It must have been. No, I couldn't have made Skywalker. That would have given away. But at her birth, her given birth name was Leia Amadala Skywalker. Oh, Amadala, of course. That and her her name at birth was Skywalker. She was given the last name of Organa when she was adopted by the royal family on Alderaan. That makes sense, of course. If when you think about it logistically, yes, it would make sense. Good one, my friend. So, so there you go. That's that's all of my Princess Leia trivia I've got for you guys. Well, hit me with it. you got a lot of Princess Leia trivia. What are we doing today? What's our topic, buddy? In case you hadn't figured out, it's Princess Leia based, and with the untimely passing of Carrie Fisher, I'm trying to figure out, and we each came up with ideas for this, how do they move forward? What is, how do they write Princess Leia out of the movies? And uh, what happens to the story arc from that? fallout hmm so even though she fully appeared and filmed uh, she completed her filming in The Last Jedi we could either disregard that and create a new story for what is it 8 and 9 at this point or is Mm -hmm. it more or less correct right buddy you can do that or you can just like I personally just came up with a a way of writing her out. Okay. And, you know, what would happen to the story after that. Mm-hmm. Well, so whether or not that takes place and they reshoot part of eight, or if it takes place in nine, you know, I don't know. 
And you did see that post recently where it looks like they are doing reshoots of part eight, trying to figure out. So, I, I did. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how that goes. Interesting. All right, so it's time to put on our storyteller hat, correct? It is. Guests first. Tim, sure. you want to fire away, my friend? Sure, I can do that. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, so I'll start with a couple of premises here. Um, so we haven't really had a chance to see Luke and Leia as siblings in the, in the movies for very long. Like, basically, at the end of Return of the Jedi, we see... You know, Luke telling her, hey, by the way, we're brother and sister. And then and then there's like a celebration, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. So as far as the movies go, we haven't seen their sibling relationship at all. And I think that that's important for us to get to see. So I think that's going to be a big part of the story arc that goes forward. We also know that Leia craves action. And she's she just doesn't like doing things from the backseat leadership position. So I think we're going to see her probably more move towards an action position than just, you know, being the general from the, from the um, resistance base. Um, and another thing, and this kind of goes against something that um, Pete said a little bit ago. I didn't know that she had actually gotten some training as a Jedi, but uh, we really haven't seen her have a chance to, to use her, her Jedi force training in any of the movies. So, I think there's a potential for her to sort for us to see that develop a little bit more in these movies. <clears throat> um, we do know that she does well in combat and she has a better than average um, leadership abilities and things like that. So I really think that she will see some sort of combat again. So well, we do know that, we do. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tim, but we do know that she knew that Luke was okay when every, when nobody knew what happened to him. She knew when Han had died before anybody had told her. That's true. So she does she does have that that ability to kind of feel when other people that she cares about are, are in trouble yeah. or I've always sensed that she had the force within her somehow, but hers has been more of like a cerebral kind of thing, you know, thinking force rather At than least what we've seen, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So so obviously we saw Luke um, and Ray at the end of the last movie. So I think that there's going to be, you know, Luke will be taking up training Ray in the use of the force through this movie. But then I'd like to see, you know, some sort of training of Leia in as well. It goes along. And I think the driving force behind this is going to be her grief over Han and this desire for her to um, see her son, Ben slash Kylo um, come back from the dark side. So, I think kind of reminiscent of previous movies where with the um, where we have the spirits of, of former characters that have died come back. I think that Maz Kanata is going to somehow help Leia connect with the spirit of Anakin because that's another relationship that we really didn't get a ha- chance to see. Luke is had the chance to at least see his father transition from Darth Vader into Anakin and, and sort of got a little bit more closure than what Leia did. But Leia, I think she's still a little tortured over that whole situation. So I think that that would be a really cool element to see Leia conversing with the spirit of Anakin somehow. Plus, I think it'd be awesome for Hayden Christensen to get some some sort of redemption to come back um, in this movie and possibly 
maybe uh, beat the critics' um, criticisms of him from the first two first or from the first trilogy. Um, so anyway, so I, I think that it would be cool to see Anakin come back and kind of give her advice about how um, how to deal with Kylo, give her information about Snoke, and how to tap into winning him back in because clearly Kylo has you know misgivings about which side he's on he's tortured so that's that's a big thing there um i think so throughout the movie we're going to have like this sort of this juxtaposition between these two things luke and and ray training and leia and um anakin are training <clears throat> in the meantime i think finn and um poe and and maybe others are going to be off tr- um trying to figure out exactly where Kylo and Snoke are training. Because at the end of First Order, Kylo was ordered to be brought to Snoke to complete his training. <clears throat> so I think the culminating act um, scene of this movie, of, of Eight, what I'd like to see is that you know the whole gang is going to end up discovering where Snoke and, and Kylo are. There's going to be an assault on that planet. And that uh, Snoke is going to order... Kylo to kill Rey because you know she's clearly the the biggest threat it appears at this point but somehow in this scene there's going to be the revelation of whatever um, Rey and Kylo's um, special connection is whether it's cousins or who knows what this is going to be but I think we'll see the revealing of that in that final scene Um, Snoke will realize that Kylo's not able to kill Rey and he will try to kill Rey and then Leia is going to get her heroic death scene where she's going to step in and she will be the one that saves Ray's life. Hmm. Okay. Because she's the future of the success of the, uh, of the resistance. Interesting. Interesting. I like the Hayden Christians, uh, Christensen twist on there too, where he gets a little redemption if he can come back. Um, here's my question. <laughs> Is he not like? Would Ren not be like his desire to connect with his grandfather? But his grandfather is in spirit, not believing in his mission at that point. Then, yeah, that's what I would. I mean, to me, Anakin turned from the dark side at the end of Return of the Jedi, and so he is probably going to be desiring to keep his grandson from going down the same path that he ah, okay. went I could, for I so could long. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Perhaps in terms of, yeah, my mistakes and you pursuing the same path for my mistakes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. What do you think, Pete? Um, I don't see him appearing to Kylo, though. Because no. he, being that he's had he had returned into the light, he would he's when you see him at the end of Jedi, mm-hmm. he's Christensen again, meaning that he is the, once again Anakin Skywalker. So, so I don't think he would appear to Kylo Ren because Kylo Ren is. Is followed the, the dark path, mm-hmm. right? No, I, I don't think he would appear to him either. I think it would just be to Leia in in like this training sequence. Once they would take off for their 
attack on Kylo and Snoke, then I don't think Anakin would be part of that anymore. Let me ask you logistically, even maybe this is one step past that. So for episode eight, then, do they use CGI for the Leia character at that point? Or, or how do they actually have her portrayed during the movie? Well, I, in, in a perfect world, I hope that this is the script that they already filmed. <laughs> they filmed. Done. <laughs> but but obviously, <laughs> they're going to have to do something or else they wouldn't be reshooting um, scenes at this point. So mm-hmm. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. I've kind of toiled with the whole CGI thing. I didn't hate the CGI in, in Rogue One with Tarkin. I think that it was okay. It mm-hmm. wasn't my favorite thing, but I thought it was okay. And then I toiled with, you know, would would it be okay to, for them to hire somebody else to f- play Leia? I think that that would not go over well yeah, with the no. Star Wars universe. So. That would definitely not go over well. You know, there, there's part of me, though, that I went, I went Harry Potter for a minute. I thought, you know, Richard Harris died in the Harry Potter series, and, you know, they had to get somebody else to fulfill him, his role for Dumbledore throughout that, so... And that worked out okay, but that was more than one movie. I think ending with with a fill-in would be hard for for the Star Wars universe. So, mm-hmm. But I also, I would rather them get the story right than to completely rewrite the story just to fit, you know, the death of Carrie Fisher, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with Dumbledore, you also had the added benefit of being able to hide that character slightly behind the long hair and the long beard. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, so I... Unless Leia suddenly becomes the bearded lady... Come on now. Yeah, they I were very careful in the see. wording of their statement that they that Lucasfilms had no plans to use CGI for Carrie Fisher's, but that leaves at it at that open point that at least. Could. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I don't know that I answered your question, Chris, but I, I talked all around it. You, you, no, the, you know what? <laughs> this is all speculation. I want to I want to go second because I want to take you down a different path, Pete. Because I kind of look at this and, and Tim I, I look at this kind of logistically too and, and how do I build you know I, I guess I could put in one cubicle this little tidbit of information ever since I could remember watching TV I've been a fan of and don't laugh I've been a fan of professional wrestling I'm a huge wrestling fan so I love storylines and I love seeing characters develop from one side to the next so here we've got a legendary iconic character and she obviously was going to have a monumental role in the final two movies, but she no longer exists. It doesn't mean that her character has to be eliminated, but just in the current incarnation. So what if the story changed? And going back to my wrestling analogy, what if what if this were to happen? What if there's, there's an attack on the rebel base led by Ren, guided by Snoke? They were searching for part of the map or the completed map leading them to Skywalker. During this attack, Leia was captured. Okay, What if Snoke and Ren tortured her and they were able to either brainwash or convince her and they converted her to the dark side? Okay, So what if this torturing caused scars and disfigurement in her face? You're, put, you're putting her behind a mask so they can just put somebody else in a suit. No, no, listen to me, listen to me. Sort of like Palpatine in The Revenge of the Sith, where his face was disfigured, and then they were easily able to go and put a different character that resembled that 30 years later in a very similar role, and you bought the role. 
All right, but here's the catch on it. So it's easy to reproduce. You don't need CGI to put the character there, and voiceovers are fairly common in Hollywood. So you could find someone a lot easier that sounds like a garbled version of Leia than the actual, you know, current version of Leia. So here's the deal. So, it, it, you know, ultimately the turn to the dark side would be the end of Episode Eight. Um, here is what you have to believe that during Episode Eight, Luke would begin to train Ray, and confides during this training that Luke is actually Ray's father. So there's a father-daughter Jedi training going on there. You have essentially a mother-son dark side Jedi training, setting up a family showdown in episode 9. And to prove that she's truly on the dark side and she's truly gone evil, someone has to die. Someone that's important to the story and would be important to Rey. Someone like Finn has to die at Leia's hands. Alright? And that would be the ending of Episode 8. Episode 9 starts off in that Snoke has to be eliminated. Um, Snoke would have to be eliminated by Leia or Ren. And they would have to eliminate him wanting all the power themselves. Forming and making themselves the two most powerful entities in the galaxy. Okay? They go on to devastate and terrorize the rebels in the universe. And the final showdown would take place on a familiar location. Perhaps like Tatooine, you know, or someplace that perhaps wherever Leia was born, or something familiar to the Star Wars universe that was a throwback to episode 4, 5, and 6. Not necessarily Hoth, because that was just a rebel base, but something that was familiar to the original Star Wars series would be where the final showdown. Uh, Ren has to strike down Luke Skywalker. So Luke Skywalker has to die in this at the hands of Kylo Ren. So Leia, upon seeing her brother get struck down, would have an internal battle and strike down Ren from behind. Her own son. Okay? And then, looking to Rey, would be just despondent from her guilt for having to kill her son. And she would fall on her own lightsaber, or jump into a pit, or something along those lines, killing herself, leaving Rey the only person standing. So she'd be the last Jedi Knight standing, but the story would continue because she would reveal that she's pregnant with Finn's child, who was struck down in Episode 8. It's a lot to, lot, lot to comp- comprehend there, right? But you get to use a character that's real, not CGI, she takes right. a swerve towards the evil, which is where the wrestling connection comes, where you have a good character for all those years, and all of a sudden, with one chair shot or something, he becomes an evil character. And the fans, initially, would despise it, but they would they would want to see it. Right. And if it was believable enough where they killed a beloved character like Finn, it would be believable, but yet she has redemption in the end. And after everything, the story could potentially continue, because... In Hollywood, like, nothing's ever final. You know, there, there could be three more. She could be pregnant. Right. With with Finn's child. I, I have to be honest. I, I definitely, when I was doing this, toyed with that whole idea of her flipping to the dark side. And there was there was a little bit of a foundation from, for me on that. Um, I just recently read the, um, uh, the new book 
Bloodline that came out, and it's it's another Star Wars canon book. Um, it just recently came out in paperback, but <clears throat> it is all about um, Leia and her time as the senator. And there was one little snippet in there. I'm not going to give any major spoilers away or anything, but there's one snippet in there where she she gets so angry, and she is she talks about her willingness to actually you know kill innocent people out of her anger, um, and she for the first time connects with what her father must have experienced. Hmm. And there was just that glimmer of, oh man, maybe that's some foreshadowing for what's coming. So I, I ultimately, I think just the, the fanboy in me wouldn't allow me to fully develop that story arc, but um, I definitely had toyed with that. And I think there could be some basis for that. Mm-hmm. I just try to think about it logistically is how do they keep the character involved? And you could yeah. still call it, Leia, her name would change to something from the dark side, but you're allowed to use a different person, but still the aura of Leia retains behind the person, you know? So, and it would seem to tie up the story nicely, where these characters would die at the end, but the story would continue through something new and unexpected. What do you think, Pete? You're kind of quiet. I know you're wrestling with your thoughts. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a hard time buying that Leia would flip true and as as far as like we have the title of the last jedi mm-hmm. I, I i know i said this on a prior episode at one point what's the plural of a jedi knight jedi very good yeah I saw the word jedi is its own plural too so that doesn't necessarily mean we have to end with one i've seen some posts recently that the movie posters that have come out in foreign territories are they have a, a different word that's the plural of Jedi, and they're actually using the plural form of Jedi. So it does appear hmm. that we're going to have more than one Jedi at some point. Still, yeah. Well, let me go back to my idea, Pete. Is it the thought of Leia flipping, or is it the story? Is there something that's inaccurate in the story that would cause that? I. Or is it just the I, desire to want to see Leia continue no, on as Leia? I, I, I think it's I, I just have a, a an innate an inability to see her flipping sides knowing how deeply she believes in the, the cause that she's already a part of mm-hmm. to completely go against that cause and to you know I don't disagree with you that's to, why- to flip on everybody yeah. she's cared about over all this time. That's why I didn't have the exact wording. I said either brainwash or convert her to the dark side. But in order to do that, her sins have to be like so vile and so heinous. Yeah. Like the way she strikes down Finn. It just it couldn't be Finn. It has to be Finn and Poe and her generals. And she has to do it so aggressively and so quickly and, you know, authoritatively that it would convince you, yeah. oh man, and, what happened to this woman? So. And. Because we haven't seen how strong her force powers are, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could would be able to believe that she would have the capability to do that. Maybe. Especially at the advanced age that she had reached in 7. Okay, well, at least give me this credit, because usually with my ideas, you immediately shoot them down. No, I'll, I'll give you a credit. This one wasn't... It, it was light years better than... The car dealership. Well, let me tell you about my next idea. So there is this intergalactic. No, 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 no. Not even, not even gonna go there. 
Well, she could get a job as an executive. Okay, never mind. All right. Let's see you. Tim, you ever hear that car dealership idea? We've got to talk later. Me and you. No, we don't. (laughs) Tim, you don't. Don't let him get into it. It's really. Yeah, I've only heard the rumblings of it, but I've never heard the the definitive uh, plan. But you have heard of it, like Captain Jack would say. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. The the buzz is real. Yes. I'm going to quote that. The buzz is real. So's that stupid humming sound you hear in a 1920s radio. <laughs> All right. Okay. Man. So here's what I've got. We see Leia on a command ship. She's on the bridge. A message comes in, and it is her quote unquote son, Kylo Ren. He tells her he will he will destroy the resistance whether she is leading it or not. He instructs her to leave the resistance or suffer the same fate as my father. Later we see that same command ship destroyed by the first order whether it be by star destroyer or some some form of weapon. Um being that she's actually a skywalker she later comes to Rey and Luke, a la Obi-Wan in the originals, as a spirit of a Jedi. Mm. So she dies immediately, like, or she dies in the battle. She, she dies when the ship's destroyed. Okay. The ship is literally obliterated in space. Her death becomes a rallying point for the, all of the Resistance, and especially for Rey. And through the spirit, that visual is already kind of fuzzy and disturbing. Exactly. It allows you to use that CGI and it to be much more acceptable because it isn't a sharp, crisp, clear picture. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So she dies and she becomes back. It's an image. Okay. Okay, I could buy that. That's tidy. Is it early in Episode Eight? Is it the middle of Episode Eight? I, I think we need to put that, like, her coming to Luke and Ray probably halfway to three quarters of the way through. Okay. So you kind of hope that you have enough footage established and you could repurpose the footage she has as a real person mm-hmm. and then kill her off? Or are you going to use CGI yeah. the entire movie? No, I, I think you try to utilize whatever you have. Okay. Because, I mean, there's got to be film of her on... Hundreds of hours, on the, for sure. Yeah, on the bridge of a ship. Yeah, you just need to work on establishing that bridge as her command ship. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that would definitely tidy up the you know why she's now no longer with us, and you could still use the repurposing of it. Does anyone know, Tim? Do you know has her family given permission to Lucasfilms to use her likeness? I mean, I know Princess Leia is property of you know probably Lucasfilms and and, and Disney, but like the actual Carrie Fisher. Look, I believe that they had given okay. that. Well, I mean, they clearly used her CGI in, in Rogue oh, One. Of course, yeah. But um, I, I, I can't, I can't be certain of that. But I believe that I heard that they had given permission. permission. Okay. And I, I was saying, of course, as in yes, I should have thought that they use it, but it might be different now that she's no longer with us. Right. Like, she well, she was this. she was alive during Rogue One's yeah. filming, where she could have given permission herself. Yeah, exactly. And I think it'd probably be wise for the rest of the cast right now. <laughs> they have to sign agreements 
you know, that they could be, use their likeness in the event they don't make it through the rest of filming, you know? Yeah. yeah. Being the cast getting older. Okay. Well, there are three good scenarios what you can do. I think, you know, this really started with you and I, Pete. We were talking one day, and we got just a, a, a goofy Facebook pop-up ad about what Disney's going to do with Princess Leia's character. And I know Tim is, he, you know, he's a, he's, he's a huge Star Wars fan, so we thought this is a perfect topic to get involved with. Um, but great questions, you know. Great yeah, questions. Yeah, I mean, discussion. I mean, this can go so many different ways. Even you know, if if part of my thing gets put into part of what Tim said, and you know, it could be it could be a mix of each of these, or yeah. parts from one or another. Does does Ray and Finn? become romantically involved or married or have children together in episode 8 and 9 do you think um sort of felt like we were being led that way right but at the same time I think because that wouldn't coincide with the last Jedi you know especially if there's a new generation yeah but that doesn't necessarily mean that force sensitives are gone Mm -hmm. there's just Supposedly, no one left to train them. There are just so many questions. Like, I think there's a lot of questions about Poe Dameron. I uh, think he's. I think Poe has a fair amount of force ability. I I do too. Well, you know, I also sent you a picture, Pete, of a guy that was in a Jedi costume. Um, uh-huh. a couple of days ago, really, ta- yeah, he, really talented. He's a clown. He's a clown. He was a really talented actor, performed a like, 15-foot leap into the water. He's a clown. As long as the rumors about him being Snoke are not true, I'm okay. Oh, my God, Tim. That would be awesome. You Had had you heard that one? That's, I had not. Oh, man. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, that's, there's, Why are I've you encouraging him, Tim? <laughs> some, I've heard rumors for quite some time that, that you know, secretly Jar Jar Binks was a Sith Lord and... Uh, you know, and that could be him coming back. So I've, he was I've been disfigured. To, yes, I've been trying to do research, and this this almost scares me because I'm with you, Pete. I don't I don't want that to be the the case. Uh, but I, he doesn't I, even I, have ears. That can't be him. The disfiguring. The disfiguring. No. <laughs> yeah, he's deaf then too. You, mm. And when you start researching like the names and trying to figure out the meanings of some of these names, like Snoke, I think if I research this correctly, like in Dutch, Snoke something has to do with fish, and that really concerned <laughs> me when I came across that. Oh, Peter Panacorvo, how the tables might have turned on you? No, huh? they haven't. No, I oh. like the clown idea better. No, 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 no. You were going good. You were going good, Tim. <laughs> I, I, I am. I will tell you what. If if I am incorrect and Snoke is Jar Jar Binks, I will play an entire round of golf in my undies at your course, and I will let you put it on YouTube. Well, well who, who, who's that good that for? Is, That's good that for nobody. Never, that is, exactly, That's good for nobody. That, <laughs> that will never happen, my friend. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got it on tape now, though. You can't back down now. That's true. Oh. And and I have, I have no qualms. Trust me, I am not remotely... Concerned with that ever happening, <laughs> ever. Well, I, I, I think you're safe. I think that the Star Wars I, I universe too. would implode upon itself if that were to happen. That might be. That might be. I'm I'm pretty sure that the money they spent at Shanghai 
would be the least of their problems if they tried to pull that off. George Lucas would be happy, though. So, Oh, George Lucas would be thrilled. He'd be like, He'd be uh, the only one. I, I got out when the getting was good. Hey, Pete, let's, uh, before we finish here, you want to remind everybody about that uh, cool contest we got going on? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We got a few entries already today. We we got a few entries today. Um, again, if you want to get in on that raffle or that giveaway, um, what we need you to do, go to our Facebook page. I believe Chris put up an official thread, and it is the... Uh, the when is Laura's baby gonna come giveaway. If you can guess the date that Laura's little son Obi-Wan is gonna be born, <laughs> uh, if whoever's closest to the date, you will win a big old prize pack courtesy of the Magic for Less Travel. And it's got a lot of cool things in it, so it's worth your time. Listen to episode 59. Give us your answers. We'll put it on the thread, and you got it. So, um, and, and also, it's, it's first come, first served. So, if somebody yeah. already has the date you wanted, too bad, so sad. Take another day. Cool. So, and, and Pete, I know you're not a huge fan, but Tim and I were talking. I think we're gonna go to the Guardians release, or at least we're gonna try and get there. Oh, absolutely. Tim, bring your sons. I'm gonna try and bring my son and my daughter with us. We'll go for some pizza afterwards. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to go, send us a, send us a message. We'll try and find a nice, agreeable location where everyone can make it. Pete, I might drag you. What day is it? Um, you put me. I don't on even the know spot. when the thing comes you're out. You put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. I have to go and look I it up. I think it's in May. Sometime. I, I'm not sure. Off the top of my head, I was thinking May nineteenth. Off the top of my head, but it's a great day to be born. Is that your birthday? Yeah, it would be my birthday. Yeah. Look at how the stars align. Jar Jar, <laughs> Snoke, May 19th, Guardians. Nice. Uh, All right. See what you did, Tim? You put this in and said, now he's going to be on this for like weeks. Texting you guys relentlessly. <laughs> All right, dudes. Let's At least he's off the car dealership, though. Tim, I'm, I'm, I'm forwarding anything he sends to me. It's coming to you, too. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, just, I'm just I as a heads up. <laughs> I deserve it. All right. So... Listen, everyone, thank you for downloading and listening today. But, Tim, if someone wanted to contact you, how could they get in contact with you, my friend? Probably the best way to get a hold of me would be on Facebook. Um, just search for Tim Vance Wool. Um, I am on Twitter, but um, I don't really check Twitter a whole lot. But So Facebook, I'm on quite a bit. Cool. Pete and I are both easily found at the WW Review on Facebook, on our page. Like our page. Give us a review. Um, anything left, big guy? No. Nope. That's it for me. All right. So, again, thank you, and have a great evening. See you, everybody. Bye-bye.